Well, my friends, I think that there are two uh, movements that we see in our gospel passage today that we can reflect upon and learn for our, our life of apostolate, the spreading of the gospel that we're really focusing on in the Easter season. The first of those is that when our Lord appears to the apostles, uh, this is on Easter Sunday, this is one of the Easter apparitions, um, that he has to convince them that it's, it's him and that he's willing to do this. He's willing to kind of, um, they're, they're terrified, like, you must be a ghost. It's a ghost appearing to us. And that he convinces them that it's him. And he's like, look, why are you afraid? Look, look at my hands and my feet. Um, and then even, even he says, like, do you have anything to eat? Like, ghosts don't eat, right? Uh, we all know that. Well, we should, unless you're watching Ghostbusters. But even that, it just kind of goes in and right out. Um, but he says, like, no, um, ghosts don't eat. So, like, do you, ha- do you have something to eat? Like, just kind of bringing it down there. Whoa, it's a ghost. And he's like, hey, do you have any food? Um, let, let's go. Come on. Um, but that is, in our life of apostolate, the element of our humanity, of our naturalness, in the midst of the word, world is something that we need. That if people know that we're Catholics, that's good. If they know that we believe in our Lord and that we live a life of prayer and piety, great. But we need to sometimes remind people of our humanity. Um, or maybe not. Maybe we're all going about it a different way um, and that we need to remind people of our faith. Um, but in general, if people know that we're faithful, we need to sometimes remind them of our humanity. We have to build up just good human connections. We should be good at being human beings, right? We should be good at being um, members of our family. We should be good friends to our friends. We should be good co-workers with our co-workers. Just good, normal humanity. Our Lord wants that. He wants to teach them. So look, do you have anything to eat? Look, it's me, right? As a priest, um, I don't know. Like, this is great. Like, oh, I'll go over to someone's house. And yeah, I, I like good food. I don't, don't serve me broiled fish, maybe. Um, but give me, you know, I'm, a, I'm up for some good food. And sometimes, you know, nice outdoor picnic or whatever. It's like, oh, you know, oh, Father's here. We all, like, no, Father, instead of broiled fish, like a nice cold beer. It's a nice time, right? Had to just good humanity, right? Building the bridges with our humanity, so that we can really, uh, we're, we're not so standoffish with people. We're not so holier than thou. Rather, we need to have good humanity. Being a good friend to our friends, being a good member of our family, being a good coworker. And then he teaches them. Having established that now human connection, now he's able to teach them. Now he's able to say, these are the words that I spoke to you. And so when we've established these human connections, when we've built um, and we've been good at being good um, neighbors and friends and family members, then we've established the credibility needed to be able to proclaim the gospel. Then someone, if I'm not, if I'm a terrible friend, what business do I have going to someone that I'm a bad friend to and trying to teach them about our Lord? I can't, I can't even be a decent friend and show up when I'm supposed to show up to something I've said I'd be at right? Um, if, if you're bad, um, if you're just not good at work, right? And you're, you don't get your work done and you're always passing off and blaming others. What business do you have trying to teach someone else about our Lord? Like none at all. If we don't establish that human foundation, but once we do establish it, well, then we have the ability to preach. Then we have the ability to share who our Lord is, to share in a particular way, the scriptures, that we should know the story of our Lord. We should know the scriptures. Um, and that the verb here, um, I really love. And if you were at Daily Bass when we read this during the act of Easter, you already know this. But, and then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. That word that's used for opened, it has the, um, has the meaning in the Greek 
of it's a permanent change openness. It's actually the word that's used for opening the womb, right? And so when a, the child who opens the womb, it's a, it's a permanent kind of change. It's, a, it's an opening that's not going to close. And so for the opening their minds, he opens their minds in a way that now they understand Scripture. Not just let me explain this one little thing to you, but rather he teaches them how to read the Scriptures. We, if we're going to share the Gospel... After we get that human connection, we have to know Scripture. We have to know the Scriptures. We have to know the story of our Lord. We have to know the Gospels, the letters of Paul, all the other writings of the Old Testament, in the, of the New Testament, and we should know the Old Testament. We should know the books of the Old Covenant. We should know the prophecies that point to our Lord, the Psalms, creation, the narrative, all of it. We should know that. He opened their minds so they would know the Scriptures. That when we read scripture, we want to read it with our Lord. We believe about sacred scripture that there, there are two authors of scripture. There's the human author and the Holy Spirit. So who wrote this passage in our gospels from Luke's gospel? Who wrote the gospel of Luke? Luke wrote the gospel of Luke. Luke, the beloved physician. He also wrote our first reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Um, Luke wrote the gospel of Luke. Who else wrote the gospel of Luke? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the author of the gospel of Luke. Who wrote the gospel of Luke? The Holy Spirit. Who wrote the Gospel of Luke? Luke. They both wrote it. Um, one full, both fully active, not sharing parts. Both fully active, a full human author and a full divine author, operating on different um, modes of causality is how we would explain it in theology. And so um, we should talk to the author to understand the scriptures, right? Uh, who, if the Holy Spirit is the author of scripture, why don't we talk to the Holy Spirit who dwells in our souls if we've been baptized and get the Holy Spirit to teach us the scriptures? A little peek behind the curtain. One of my favorite um, fictional authors for just a good relaxing read is Brandon Sanderson, a fantasy author. Really love Brandon Sanderson. He's very good. Um, but he actually goes back to his alma mater now that he's a, you know, multi-million dollar, um, you know, best-selling, New York Times best-selling author. Um, he goes back to his alma mater, um, BYU, and teaches a creative writing class there um, just to, you know, give back to his community and a show of gratitude. And it's really cool listening to Brandon Sanderson talk about writing and about the process of writing and all of that. Because here's a guy I like to read and to see, like, how it works. All the more so with the Holy Spirit, right? God wrote the scriptures. And so the Holy Spirit's dwelling in me. I don't even have to watch a YouTube video about it. I can just go and talk to the God who wrote the scriptures to open my mind to see how scripture points to our Lord, how scripture teaches us. This is how we need to learn and to study so that we can preach. Just another good story I heard um, about a week or two ago is when everything shut down with COVID, a group of seminarians wrote to Bishop Barron, and they're like, everything's going digital. This is great. What can we do? And Bishop Barron actually wrote back, and he's like, study. Like, read. Just spend this time reading. Forget about getting on YouTube or whatever. It's ironic that we're on YouTube right now, but forget about getting on YouTube or whatever. Study. Read. Take the time to actually learn. We need to do this. Study, read, take the time to learn scripture, to learn theology, so that we have something to say, so that we, our minds haven't been open to read the scriptures, then we can communicate them in our apostolic works. So my friends, these are the two points that we see today in our gospel. First, we have to be good humans. We have to establish those human connections. We have to be good 
at being members of our community, um, and then having established those bonds and living them out faithfully, then we have the credibility to preach the gospel, which we, having contacted the author, know and love and can explain uh, with clarity and with joy. And so we ask our mother um, to pray for us in this. Uh, Mary, the, the, ma- the mother of the new evangelization, she, uh, we ask her to pray for us so that she, who was a perfect, she was perfect, she lived perfect humanity, and she knew how to talk about her son, that she can be for us a model in how we go out and share the gospel through our works of apostolate.